And hello, good people of the internet. It is I, Tommy Kelly. This is Adventures Movie. This video, this podcast, this episode is another one of the monthly one card 47 divinations that I do here on the channel. Essentially, patrons over on Patreon, where else would they be, send in a question that I subsequently then ask the 47s by taking one card from the deck and interpreting it and giving some sort of advice or some sort of perspective or some sort of look at the questions they might necessarily have thought of before. If you want to in on this, just join the Patreon at any level and uh, first of every month or in and about, I will uh, put up a post where you can put up your questions. Sorry, just before we get into this, that it's not going to be one of the videos where I managed to go out and about and have some lovely scenery. It's just me in the office. I have a busy week this week. Some things have to just uh, <laughs> fall through, I suppose. So uh, yeah, enjoy this one static shot of the office. Joe Swift. Hi Tommy, my question is, how can I increase my client base? The dead. So, <laughs> I'm not saying it's saying that you should get into necromancy and somehow raise the dead and then from the be your clients. But what I would say is to look to previous experiences, to people how, would, how they did it. What are the people who've gone before you in the situation you're in? How did they increase their client base? How did you do it historically? What were the things that happened when your client base did increase? Or the people who were in this job or who were in this kind of area, what did they do? That there's some sort of knowledge from the past or, you know, like that whole thing of success leaves clues. Then if there's a well-worn path that leads to the goal, then why not do that rather than trying to do something different for the sake of it? So it would suggest that there is something in it that you can do by looking at what other people have done, what you've done in the past, and then working out when it has been successful for you. Doesn't preclude, I suppose, you could uh, ask the ancestors for help too, but it seems a bit more practical to me just on this very quick reading. Alice, question is, should I stay where I am or relocate for work? These are interesting questions because when you say, should I stay or should I relocate? And you get a card, which one is it answering? Should you stay or should I relocate? So I'll see what the card is and then we'll see how it interprets. Gatekeeper, that would say relocate, right? I would at least suggest that you look at it from a different way, that should you stay or relocate? There is something that you need access to that you will get access to by doing something. And relocate seems the most obvious thing to do because it's a new area, it's a new place, all of that kind of stuff. Then you might be able to in some way get access to something in your area too. I don't know, say you're a bread man and you deliver bread and you go, should I stay here and deliver bread to the people I've always delivered or should I relocate to somewhere else that more bread would be sold? I suppose the gatekeeper would say that there might be an opportunity in your area too if you just get a new route or a new, you know, take over someone else's route or, you know, you start some mafia war where you are the bread man taking over all the bread delivery in the town. Yeah, so it's the idea, seems like relocating, but it could be access to something in your area, but something new has, you know, some new area has to unfold or you have to get into. That would be the suggestion. Craig, what's July looking like for me? Protester, the protester. So it could be straight up, you could be having to protest something, something might be working out in your favor and you have to stand up for yourself. Or, you know, things are not uh, as you want them to be, or do you think things are unfair and you have to, again, you know, protest, give out about it and, you know, stand up to it. It can also be about, you know, speaking your own truth and having your own voice and be sure about yourself. Not let your opinions or your views be, be uh, overridden or shut down by other people, but expressing them, you know, even if it means having an argument, even if it means making other people uncomfortable, 
but rather than just kind of giving in or acquiescing to the people and events around you to hold your own and to stay somewhere within it and be solid within all that and express yourself. Now, the two kind of things are there's one that if you feel there's something unfair, you have to go out and kind of be uh, antagonistic to the world, world or to the events that are surrounding you. But if it's just speaking your truth, then only speak it when it's needed. <laughs> you know, rap on people's doors and go in and start speaking your truth. If the situation arises where you feel you're being contracted into playing a particular role that isn't you, or you know that you're being forced into, into a situation, then speak your voice. But don't just go around to random people on the street telling them <laughs> what you think of the world. Do what you want, obviously, but that, that, would, that would be the suggestion that's coming out of the cards as I read them at this moment. Andrew. Hi Tommy, many blessings to you and your family. And likewise, Andrew. Which servant should I work with this month so that I may be a better service to my fellow beings? The master. So the master obviously is a bit mastery and it can be mastery in a spiritual sense, but I suppose it can be mastery in any kind of sense. So if you are a coal miner, then you, you know, try to master coal mining and be the best coal miner you possibly can be. It's not necessarily saying that you have to be the best coal miner in the world, just the best one you can be. It's about your expression to the highest, to zenith or the highest ideal of who you are. So it would be about trying to approach the world through the best interpretation of the, or as your best self and work towards being your best self. Be that spiritually, be that in your job, be that in your family, be that in your relationships, be that in how you treat yourself, be that in all things. So some form of mastery or your better self. Grayson, how does July look for me? The media. Media is around kind of spin, I suppose, or public relations, or you know, presenting your best true self or a particular self, but presenting something. It's not necessarily an outright lie because that would be more covered by the moon, but it's twisting things to your advantage or telling a story in such a way that you become you know, the way you want it to be. I was gonna say you become in the best light, but I mean, you can twist the story so you become in the bad light if you wanted to. So it's just that you're in some way bending are making the truth malleable in order to tell a story or present yourself in some way. It's also kind of how are you being viewed by other people? How is the world viewing you? How is your, your relationships, how you're presenting yourself to the world? Are you in some way presenting yourself in the world that you're not getting what you want because people think you're a pushover or people think you're, I don't know, um, you know, it's something nasty or something argumentative or people think you are too generous and that, you know, they can, they can take stuff. Whatever it is, like, that both positive or negative type of trait that you're presenting to the world, is it getting you what you want? So have a look at how you're presenting yourself, how you're presenting your truth, how you're presenting who you are, how you're presenting to other people and to the world who you are, who you feel you're be, who you are and who you feel that you want to be and how you want to be treated by others. And then see how you would think other people or seeing you. So see from both sides. Have a look at what you're deliberately doing to present yourself to the world and then see how that would be seen by the other person and see if it works out and if there's something that you would like to augment or change or maybe it's just something to consider and go, no, I think I'm on the right track or whatever. But around this idea of public relations, how you present things, like you can, the same incident can be presented in two different ways, but they're not lying to either, either side. It's just the spin is on one side more than more than the other. So it's, it's, it's kind of feels a bit like that. If you were a wonderful, generous, open-hearted person, but you find that when you are a generous, open-hearted person that the world treats you in a certain way, and so therefore you have decided that you are going to then be a bit more harsh with people, close your heart down a bit, build a bit of a wall around you to protect yourself. And so what it's saying is to have a look at that and see if that's working out for you, 
or the opposite way, do you need to build some sort of protection or present yourself in a tougher way than, than you normally would? Cat, what should I be focusing on this month? The Saint. So the Saint is a number of things. It's about intercession or it's about getting help from an expert, someone who is able to do the thing you want or is in a position to put in a good word for you in a certain kind of way. So like, it's not just about if you have an issue with your plumbing that you get a plumber. It could be that if you want to get a new job or you want to get a promotion that you don't necessarily have an in with the person who will give you this promotion, but your friend does, so they could put a good word in for you. It's like that petitioning of a saint in, the, in Catholicism where you ask them to pray for you, you know, to pray to God for you because they're closer to God or they have an in with God or something like that. It's around that kind of kind of sense. I suppose looking around you and seeing is there any kind of places that you're not, I was gonna say exploiting, but that's, that's a, a bad word or if there isn't people you're exploiting. Is there any kind of relationships or experts around you or people who can put in good words or who can help you out that would in some way lead you closer to where you want to be? And equally, is there something you can do? Could you be the expert or could you put the, you know, be the person who put in the good word or seem, what are you good at? Could I lend my skills to someone else? What are the people around me? What are they good at? How can I kind of augment that? So say you're in a team um, and there's someone who's particularly good at using Word and one person is particularly good at using Access. The saint would say, make sure that the person who's good at Word is the person who's doing Word and the person who's good at Access is doing Access. So it's that kind of a thing. So just be aware of what people, including yourself, what they're good at and make sure that you're utilizing them in that way. Coronium, to the point. I'm thinking about a, about a particular journey. Is it the right time place to go or would it be better to wait for now? The road opener, well. <laughs> is it the right time or place or would it be better to wait? It's the right time or place. It's the road is open, away you go. Simple answer, straight to the point. Max, servants, what can your magical stands do for you this month? Max, is this a Jojo reference? I feel it's a Jojo reference. Healing. Okay, that's interesting. So send good energy, positive vibes. Treat them with care. Treat them as you would someone who's in a, not necessarily in a time of need, say, but someone who's, if they're always, if, if you have a resource, I suppose at some point you're going to have to, you know, it has to be rest, recuperation, and that kind of thing. What I'm hesitant here is because it doesn't feel like they're anyway saying they're weakened or they're sick or there's something wrong. So it's not kind of, you know, it's a hospice care or it's not looking after them as a sick thing, but it's, you know, care for them. Look after them, be nice to them, cherish them, understand them, spend some time with them where you're not asking for something, where you're not asking to them. Just, you know, because the whole idea of the, the, the servants is that they the feed on attention. So give them attention without kind of looking for something. Just, you know, meditate with them, be with them, send them Reiki, send them energy healing, do something nice, you know, send them some energy, send them whatever you would do. Say you had all the healing powers and someone came to you who wasn't sick. What healing would you send them? And see what comes out for that. Good question, Max. MJM, what can I do this month to increase the amount of joy in my life? The messenger. Uh, be open to messages, be open to being told, be, be aware of what the universe or people around you are trying to tell you. Often in the messenger, there seems to be a kind of thing where we're, there is a message already there that we're just not looking at, not accepting or not hearing. To increase the amount of joy in your life is to look as you go out through the month to see where joy is trying to get the message through to you. This could be joy. We could find joy here. This is joy. And look for it. You know, look for it. Cultivate joy. Rather than looking for, I suppose, to, in a sense, for events to happen and then I can be joyous. 
cultivate joy and and make things joyous. Get the message. Hear what it's been said to you. Joy wants to say something to you, so listen. Natasha, how do I draw them to me? A road opener. In new ways, by not doing what you have done previously. So by that I mean is it's not do more of what you've already done. If you've been very generous to them, say for instance, it's not about being more generous, that you just haven't given enough. Or if you have been hostile to them, it's not about being more hostile. Something completely new. A new way of looking at it. A new avenue. Allowing a new possibility. The open road ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's not specific, obviously, but the question's not specific either. Even to a point of doing a road opening ritual. Do, do something, well, do one of the standard uh, road opening kind of hoodoo stuff or call on Ganesha and ask for obstacles to be removed. Do an actual thing that will open the road for them, you know, to draw them to you so that they are, there is no barrier to them being drawn to you. That's maybe it. It's something new, something different. Thomas, how do I stay more organized and focused with all the good things in my work? Nice question, Thomas. No. That was not your card. This is your card. Messenger. Uh, <laughs> my uh, first thing is to say, being that it's the messenger, is probably to switch off Facebook Messenger. Uh, <laughs> and that you might be a bit more organized and focused without any kind of distractions. But let me see. That might be kind of where it's going. Yeah, so if you're looking to be more organized and focused with all the good things in your work, then you have to kind of, I suppose, allow them to come true. Or here's an example, often say if someone, an artist, someone creative or whatever, or I say writes a book and get 10 amazing reviews on Amazon. Just, this is just the best book that's ever been written, ever. Obviously the person wrote it is extremely good looking. Um, I can fault it in no way. And then, you know, the 11th review is, this is the worst book that has ever been written. Obviously the, per the person wrote it is an extremely ugly man. <laughs> Okay, which is the review that you that you reckon that the, the author is uh, thinking about that night? It's the eleventh one, so it's to allow the messages of the good to be prevalent, to come to the forefront, and not to focus on the dissenting voices or the critical voices. It's not to say that you should ignore critical voices because they're a great way of learning, but you know, dissenting voices that, that, that seem to have to offer nothing other than crit critique or you know, in some way put you down or try to contract you or put you in a box or do something like that. So that would would be what I would suggest is to concentrate on the messages that are good. I'm not completely ignoring the other ones. Take from what you want from it, but don't obsess over that 11th review that says that uh, your book is not good when you have 10 reviews that says it's the greatest thing in the world. So that's it for another month. I hope this was helpful to the people whose questions were asked. And even I hope it was helpful to the people whose questions weren't asked who they can see how I would approach reading something from one card, one question, and uh, it's kind of where I went with that. Now, a lot of these things, I find the cards can be a good kind of starting point to kick off kind of a, a brain, or <laughs> kick off a brain, kick off your brain into going in a particular direction. It's like a stone being dropped into water and the ripple is actually the thing, but the card is just a stone dropping into the water and you can kind of just go from there. And depending on how woo you want to go with these things, allow your intuition to answer the question that's been asked. Of course, with all of these things, I would advise you to look at divination as advice from a friend rather than the word of God. It's not the end all be all. It can often be wrong. The way to look at it and the way I always look at it is that if you are sitting with your friend, a good friend who you trust, 
and you're just having coffee and you explain the situation to them and they give you advice you take it on board but you wouldn't take it as the word of the divine you wouldn't you know you wouldn't think it is 100% true but you're seeing something from a different perspective you're maybe looking at it uh, in a different way thinking about it from a different angle and that can be quite helpful I think that's the kind of safest best approach to any sort of divination because you can get you know if you got a, a bad card as far as you're concerned you can kind of make that a self-fulfilling prophecy where if it says you're going to have a crap day you'll be looking out for everything that's going to be crap and then in the day and then by the end of the day you've had had a crap day even if subsequently it turns out that the card wasn't talking about that that was something else you still can do that um, so I would suggest to take it as seriously as you would someone who you trust. So, good people of the internet, if you want in on this, as I said, around the first of every month, the first day of every month, I put up the post over on Patreon, and patrons from any level can send me questions, and I will answer them to the best of my ability. So, good people of the internet, may your best days be ahead, and be well.